When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Billy Cox, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcast. History in Five Songs. With host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin. Martin Popoff here, back again for another episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this growing Pantheon Podcast Network. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right. This episode, uh, this is episode 104. We're going to be calling this Heavy Metal Shuffle. All right. So this is all about shuffles. Um, you know, this is something that I've talked about uh, lots of times uh, in terms of um, putting down the shuffle. Um, I've always found the idea of, uh, of the shuffle as a bit of a, um, a throwback to an earlier era. I think this is the main reason I've never liked uh, the shuffle. And, uh, and bear, bear with me, you're going to hear examples of, uh, of what, a, uh, what a shuffle beat is in, uh, in all of rock, in blues, in jazz. Um, but, you know, we're, we're sticking with sort of the, uh, the hard rock end of things, of course, um, because that is, that is our language over here, right? Um, but uh, but I'll, I, I guess I'll discuss as I go along. But um, yeah, the general idea is I've often quipped, joked, uh, you know, uh, got in arguments with people about the idea that um, I was never a fan of the shuffle. Uh, you know, that idea of the glass ceiling where, um, you know, a, a song could only be so good, uh, it bumps into the glass ceiling uh, if it happens to be a shuffle. It can't be an amazing song in my canon um, if it's a shuffle beat. So there's always just something holding it back, i.e., um, they're using something from the old days of hard rock when it used to be, you know, blues into the British blues boom into, uh, you know, Zeppelin and Yardbirds and Cream and then Cactus and Mountain and all that. Um, that idea of, uh, of keeping a vestige from the past, uh, whether it's, whether it's a, a boogie pattern or, uh, or the shuffle, which, which kind of come from the same place, um, in a song. Um, okay, so I won't babble on any more about that. We'll we'll talk about them more in the um, in the uh, in the uh, examples. Um, yeah, just just uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll say a few more things conceptually. Um, there's the idea of swing that is part of this idea of shuffle, and even at the heavy end, as we move into more heavy metal, you could almost say that the nascent versions of the heavy metal gapple, uh, gapple, gallop have a little bit of a shuffle uh, to them. And I have an example that I want to mention as is it a shuffler or not as we as we move along. So yeah, the, the idea of the shuffle, I guess, to continue on the conceptual thing, is the idea of... Um, 
uh, if you've got if you've got four bars, um, there's the there's the one and two and three and four. So dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That's kind of the main the main root feel of the shuffle. Um, it uh, the more it swings, it's even more of a shuffle. You can straighten it out where it's less of a shuffle, but it's it's the idea of the da 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 in in a song. Um, so I'm gonna play uh, the first one here. I'm I'm going to be a little bit uh, sneaky and mischievous with this first one because it's not really a shuffle. Well, let's take a listen and we'll discuss. This is Kickaxe with Heavy Metal Shuffle. All right, so I had to play that because that is the title of the episode more than anything. Um, the funny thing about this song, it's a it's a tricky rhythm to describe. You you could argue uh, t- to some extent that it it does have a bit of a shuffle to it. Um, it's interesting. I love this Kickaxe album. This came out May fourteenth, nineteen eighty four. It's an absolute drop dead classic of uh, of nascent hair metal. This is a band that actually came from the prairies of Canada. Um, play the record. Please go away and play it. Uh, George Kristen, the um, amazing, amazing George on on vocals. Um, he just makes the album, but the the production's amazing too. It's got the Spencer Proffer thing going to it. But this song, you know, I remember in interviewing the guys, one of the interesting things about this song is it goes all the way back to 1975. So they were using the term heavy metal in a song title going all the way back to 75, which I thought was pretty cool. But no, this is called Heavy Metal Shuffle. It's the first song on the album. It was a uh, a big hit for them. Uh, well, somewhat of a hit. This album didn't go gold, but it did quite, quite well. Um, I think it might have gone gold in Canada. Um, anyways, it was uh, it, it it is an amazing amazing album, and it's it's not an album particularly of shuffles, but you could you could almost argue that there are um, hints of a shuffle beat in this song. Um, but I thought I'd just play it because it's the title of the episode. So that was Kickaxe Heavy Metal Shuffle. Let's go on to our next example here, and we are truly into the shuffles with this band. This is Uriah Heap with Look at Yourself. Okay, so this is uh, this is not Lee Kerslake, King of the Shuffle, uh, on uh, on drums. Uh, this is Look at Yourself, uh, Uriah Heep's uh, third album. This is Ian Clark on drums with Paul Newton on bass. Um, but Uriah Heep is a band definitely, definitely known for the shuffles, and this is a perfect example of that. Um, the other amazing thing about Uriah Heep with the shuffles is that uh, their kind of biggest early heavy hits a lot of them are shuffles so you've got look at yourself so as you hear in this one it goes so it takes it takes a special kind of a drummer and a drum beat 
Uh, as I say, we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go on. Um, we've got an interesting discussion to have about Frank Beard, but you you can you can put a lot of grace notes in or leave a lot of grace notes out, and you can kind of cheat in a shuffle as well. Uh, but the interesting thing about Heap is that they they um they tend to not cheat with the shuffle, and this is one of the things I don't like about the shuffle. I don't like w uh, when your eye Heap has an egregious shuffle feel to these heavy songs. And they definitely do that. To me, it kind of holds it back and it saps some of the power from it. So indeed, um, super, super heavy songs like Love Machine, for example, by Heap. Um, not crazy about the beat. Easy Living, not crazy about the beat. And also as a drummer, the other reason I'm not crazy about the beat is I know they're a little bit difficult and tricky. So there's a little bit of tension when I'm listening to these songs because... I guess what I'm saying is is they um they are doing something difficult that actually takes away from my enjoyment of the song. So you've got Look at Yourself, Love Machine, Easy Living, Stealin' is an example of a of a more relaxed, slowed down shuffle beat from the right? Um Spider Woman is a shuffle for them. Return to Fantasy is a mid-period song of theirs, which also has that original classic story Jurai Heap shuffle. Uh, you know, we talk about Heap being, uh, you know, a big wah-wah band. Uh, and as, I, as I've as i mentioned before, last time I talked to Mick Box, I was I was somewhat embarrassed and surprised that uh, that it's actually Ken Hensley that's a, that's a big part of the wah-wah thing, uh, does most of the wah-wah with that band. But but no, they have they have a lot of songs throughout the catalog, and, and it's almost like one of these tropes that they, um, they're so known for the shuffle that they have to include uh, shuffles many times on the albums along the way. It's one of the things that fans ex uh, expect from your eye heap. But yes, this goes back to that that original thing where they've got these head these these truly heavy metal shuffles. Like this is a clear example of of one of the bands uh, in this episode that is combining heavy metal with the shuffle in a big way uh, across those big early hits. Look at yourself, Love Machine, Easy Living, all that kind of stuff. All right, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. All right, back again here, episode 104, Heavy Metal Shuffle, History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff. Let's uh, take a listen to our next example of a shuffle here, and we shall discuss. This is ZZ Top with Arrested for Driving While Blind. Bye. Okay, so I, again, my theme of this show is that I'm not crazy about the shuffle. It actually takes away my enjoyment of the of uh, the song quite often. The shuffles are kind of my least favorite songs by a lot of these bands. But I wanted to pick an example from ZZ Top that I really loved. It's off my favorite ZZ Top album, Tejas. This is a really cool shuffle because it's... It actually has turned this song, believe it or not, it's turned this song on this album into one of the heaviest songs on the album. So you can do a shuffle with kind of like a like a sinister, no-nonsense, uh, you know, right between the eyes 
feel and it can actually turn into kind of a heavy song and i think that's kind of what happens on arrested for driving while blind now obviously the tejas album the big theme or narrative or brief across this album is they're is they're playing in this close intimate sort of in a matchbox way so they're not trying to make anything too particularly heavy um you know earlier albums had more you know wide open you know free burning dual exhaust uh, versions of the writing turning into heavy metal. Well, on this album, they they uh, they stay away from that. But I I thought this uh, this song comes off as somewhat heavy, and I think the shuffle actually helps it come off uh, somewhat heavy. So ZZ Top is a band that is uh, is pretty big into the shuffle. Not super, not all over the place. Um, but they're two big examples. Well, she loves my automobile off of Degueo as an example. But but now you're back into see this is a band with with their roots in the blues so it kind of makes a lot of sense for them to do the shuffle once in a while because they do they do blues and boogie and hard rock and and bluesy ballads and all that kind of stuff so ZZ Top has so many links to the blues that you expect to shuffle out of them sometimes um, but their big examples are uh, Tush and LaGrange. Uh, LaGrange is a very interesting example in this, and I just want to read something I, I read on a post, uh, a little bit about LaGrange and, and comments. So let's see. I've been trying to learn LaGrange. So this is on a, on a drummer's forum. And that is a whole completely different and more difficult shuffle than most of the other ones, especially if you try to play the eighth notes with the bass drum and snare. Very hard to keep timing, and you need some good left-hand endurance to play it through uh, through up to speed. Now, I want to mention this because uh, our band in the 80s played LaGrange, and I totally understand how it can be a difficult song to play. Not particularly just to play, but to play and keep the timing smooth on it because of of what he's saying here so left hand endurance so left hand endurance is an interesting thing um left hand endurance yeah uh, I, I'm actually thinking more right-hand endurance. Right-hand endurance on the hi-hat is is something that can be a little tricky on a shuffle because sometimes you want to shuffle with the uh, the hi-hat and go... So that can be a little hard to keep completely in line. But okay, what else does he say here? Most covers I see of it, people are cheating, which is what I've always done, but going to try to learn it the right way. Interesting comment because I cheated at times and didn't cheat at times, depending on on what kind of mood I was in or how tired I was playing in the band in a bar or whatever. Right. Uh, So so it's funny. You know, most people listening to a song aren't going to notice the drum end of thing in LaGrange in a bar and realize if you're cheating or not. But but you can pull right out of the shuffle and cheat it and just go, you know, just just bass, bass, snare, bass, bass, snare, that kind of thing. Right. So you can you can pull out of the shuffle and the song still sounds more or less right. But to a drummer, it's not going to sound right. So I love that comment. Most covers I see of it of people are cheating, which is what I have always done, but going to try to learn it the right way. If you watch ZZ Top, that little old band from Texas, you can clearly see how Frank plays LaGrange. He shuffles the shuffle, meaning sometimes he is shuffling the snare and sometimes he is shuffling the bass. Don't know if he always does this, but that's what he does in the film. So that's pretty interesting. So you can add a little grace note be- before uh, the the main snare whack, and and that means you're snuffling, uh, shuffling the snare. You can add a grace note before the bass, and that means you're shuffling the bass. So you can go, so you so you can royal it a little bit. So so you can you can 
pick how much shuffle, you know, rise to the challenge of how much shuffle you're going to do in the hi-hat, on the snare, or on the bass, uh, all, all with the grace notes. So that's an interesting thing about LaGrange. But again, I must stress, um, I'm not a massive fan of LaGrange. I'm not a massive fan of Tush ZZ Top. I've often called my favorite band of all time. Uh, but when they do a shuffle, I almost feel like uh, what you have here is a song that is underwritten. It's not written to the modern, cool, or tricky, or proggy, or heavy metal uh, levels of like a, like a Master of Sparks or, a, or what, Nasty Dogs and Funky Kings or or Heard It on the X or Beer Drinkers. Like all these songs that are my favorite ZZ Top songs. Uh, when I hear them do a shuffle, it almost feels like, whoa, I mean, look at the apocryphal story. When they when they were uh, trying to get the band together to decide, I can't remember if it was Dusty who was last in or Frank who was last in, but the the story goes is we jammed uh, to check out this member and what did we play? We played Shuffle in C. So the idea is we aren't even playing a written song, we're just playing a shuffle, we're playing a beat. So that's that's what I feel about LaGrange. You know, even though LaGrange and Tush are two of their biggest songs of all time, I feel like they're kind of underwritten because there's not much to the writing of a shuffle. That's that's what bothers me, I guess, about it. All right. Let's move into our fourth example and let's discuss. This is Van Halen with the full bug. Take a listen. So there you go, Van Halen, The Full Bug. Uh, ironically, uh, I'm putting down this song as a shuffle, but ironically, it is, you know, one of the only fully properly written songs on Diver Down. Uh, my, my favorite is Little Guitars. But here's a song that is a written song. And again, you know, almost as metaphor for, you know, all of us who put down Diver Down because of all the covers and it's short and blah, 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 and the sound effect little bits. And so here's another reason to put it down, because here's a song that just sounds like a barroom jam turned into a song so it's a barely written song uh because it's a shuffle a again that's my bias around shuffles but there you go but van halen is an interesting example as well because they do other shuffles as well uh you know the 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 interesting one that's a debate amongst drummers uh when it comes to shuffles is hot for teacher sometimes you could call hot for teacher a spe specific kind of shuffle you could call it a double bass shuffle so this is one where Alex kind of rises to the challenge of um, of uh, of doing doing the grace note, the swing feel on the double bass drum, which is hard to maintain throughout a song. So here you've got a song that is essentially, you know, and with Van Halen, when they do a high speed, high octane shuffle, you know, arguably they're really rising to the standards of party rock, right? There's a real party rock feel to a, to a high speed uh, Van Halen, high octane guitar distortion pedal shuffle. And that's what you get with hot for teacher get up 
is another one moving into the Sammy Hager era. You know, one that's debatable as a shuffle is Take Your Whiskey Home. I don't think it's actually it's not debatable. It's not a high speed shuffle, but it's definitely a shuffle. Uh, an earlier one that is a uh, uh, kind of a nascent different kind of shuffle that we're going to talk about with our fifth example is Bottoms Up. So Bottoms Up is also off of Van Halen 2. That's a, that's a shuffle. Um, you've got David Lee Roth with, uh, I believe, Elephant Gun. And Bump and Grind is an interesting one um, that's, uh, that's considered a bit of a shuffle. Um, but going back to the first Van Halen album, uh, you have... Uh, a true example of a heavy metal shuffle in I'm the One. So I'm the One is a great example of a song where, uh, you know, us as kids loved Atomic Punk more, uh, ain't talking about love more, but I'm the One always was the one that was a little bit of the uh, the redheaded stepchild on the album in terms of the super, super, super heavy ones because it was a shuffle. Um, so something about the idea of them borrowing too much from the blues for this new modern type heavy metal uh, band and album, you know, not every song is, is you know, new modern heavy metal on Van Halen 1, but uh, there are some, you know, especially the likes of Ito Atomic Punk. Oh, what the heck is the other one? Uh, anyways, um, I'm the one with a so so it's it's this swingy jazz shuffle thing um and 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 one more on the album that is also a a true shuffle but even closer to the blues roots is Ice Cream Man so it was always definitely not a favor on this album but Ice Cream Man is your um is your boogie party typical shuffle all right so let's move on to our last example here History in Five Songs, Episode 104, Heavy Metal Shuffle. Take a listen to this. This is Cathedral with Vampire Sun. Okay, so I wanted to end on a happy note uh, with the idea of when uh, a shuffle can be an amazing, amazing thing. And that's when you are copying Black Sabbath. Uh, so Cathedral Vampire Sun, I play Cathedral all the time. And, and to my mind, they don't get enough credit for being almost the greatest version of Black Sabbath there ever was, maybe outside of Black Sabbath, uh, the Aussie years, right? Uh, you know... My my two favorite doom bands, the early doom bands. There's really only there's really only Candlemass, Cathedral, Trouble, and Witchfinder General for the early early you know idea of a of a true doom band. I mean, you can put Obsessed and Saint Saint Vitus in there as well, but and Cathedral of course is a little later. That's why I wanted to mention those other ones. But Cathedral, as you can hear from this. When they get a full head of steam and do a shuffle, it's just a juggernaut. Uh, those production values, Lee's weird, you know, off-key vocals, uh, just the swing in the drumming. And where have we heard kind of this Vampire Sun feel before? Well, we've heard it in the likes of Hole in the Sky. So go back to Sabotage, my favorite album of all time by anybody, which means by default is my favorite Sabbath album. Hole in the Sky, you've got Bill Ward doing this kind of big, wide-angled, wide-open, slow shuffle feel. Um, 
and then Geezer and Tony lock in. You know, they they do that. They do the dun 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 dun, dun the best, right? Uh, so that so even though we are now in squarely in a heavy metal zone, you aren't really thinking the blues with that kind of shuffle. You're thinking heavy metal. Now, Black Sabbath also their cover of Crow's Evil Woman. That's also a shuffle. My favorite song on Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, oddly enough, is the shuffle. Sabra Cadabra is a, is a shuffle. Uh, let's see. Fairies Wear Boots is an interesting one. Uh, is it is it swing? Is it jazz? Is it shuffle? Is Bill Ward shuffling on that song? You know, Bill has those jazz roots, and that's why he naturally comes to shuffle. He naturally comes to it because of his jazziness of drumming, but he also naturally comes into it because Sabbath, in the brief, brief period that they, you know, they were together uh, before that, you know, as Earth and their early, early gigs, they were coming out of the British blues boom, and that's the other reason they have, you know, shuffle in their roots. Uh, Hard Road off of uh, off of Never Say Die is definitely, definitely a straight shuffle. And that's where they're kind of lightening it up and popping it up a little bit so it doesn't feel quite like Hole in the Sky or Cathedral's Vampire Sun. Cathedral, I didn't check, but I mean, Cathedral, I'm sure, has lots and lots of these awesome, huge, huge Black Sabbath shuffles. Um, but here's one I wanted to bring up. This idea that I mentioned earlier about uh, sometimes the the uh, the heavy metal gallop uh, can can be can can slowly shift into a shuffle feel. Is Children of the Grave a shuffle? I I you know I I I hear a fair bit of shuffle out of Bill Ward out of it, but I'm not I'm not sure I'm hearing a lot of shuffle in the uh, in the riff, for example. Hard Lovin' Man, uh, Deep Purple, you know, kind of the original of these heavy metal gallops, I would say, is too straightened out to be called a shuffle. Uh, and and, uh, and Ian, Ian Pace is playing like a one and three beat on that, uh, where, you know, the snare's on one and um, and uh, the snare's on one and three. So so that's a little different. But, you know, Bill, I guess on I guess on a lot of heavy metal songs, you know, we've always talked about Bill Ward as a drummer who really swings. And this idea of swing and shuffle are so related to each other uh, that, uh, well, in fact, if you look up the wiki page, uh, what does it say here? On the wiki page, they don't even have a wiki for the word shuffle. Uh, they have a wiki for the word swing, and it says the subtler end of the range involves treating written pairs of adjacent eighth notes and sixteenth notes, depending on the level of swing, as slightly asymmetrical pairs of similar values. On the other end of the spectrum, the dotted eighth sixteenth rhythm consists of a long note, three times as long as, as the short. Prevalent dotted rhythms such as these rhythm section of dance bands in the mid-20th century are most accurately described as a shuffle. So that's when they actually even bring up the word shuffle. But but the idea, you know, just to net it out in, in regular English, I kind of what they're talking about is the da-da, 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 da-da. And then jazz, you know, that might be the keeping time on the ride symbol or something like that. Um, but but when you when you lock in uh, and and put a distortion pedal on it and do a whole song and go da -dun, da -dun, da -dun, like the cathedral we just heard, that's kind of the same thing as a as a swing feel, um, but you could call it a shuffle at that point. So there you go. Those are our five examples. One of them, like I say, is is pretty much not a shuffle, and that would be heavy metal shuffle. Uh, but I wanted to mention some honorable mentions here, uh, which is kind of interesting. I'll just go through these really fast. Um, 
Molly Hatchet flirting with disaster. See, with these honorable mentions, even if you have no clue what I'm talking about so far, you're definitely going to know when you when you play these songs in your head. I picked examples from our heavy metal world, our hard rock or classic rock world that you'll probably know. White Snake, Crying in the Rain, Slow Shuffle. George Thorogood, Bad to the Bone, Move It On Over are, are both... Uh, well, bad to the bones a little slower than moving on over, but they're but they're definitely shuffle feels. Um, Love and touch and squeeze and journey. Technically a twelve eight, I suppose, but that's kind of a shuffle. Boss gags Lido shuffle. Um, so here's another example. Queen, here's two examples. Exactly what I mean. Um, I'm not a Queen. Tie your mother down, fan. A lot of people are. You know, it's a heavy song. We're supposed to love it. Blah blah blah. Never liked it uh, because it's a shuffle. I don't like, I don't want to hear Queen doing a shuffle. So I, I'm not a big fan of that that song. The other one, exactly, exactly the same reason, April Wine Roller. Heavy song, I'm supposed to like it. Uh, it was a hit, but it's a shuffle. I don't like shuffles. Uh, so so there's two examples of, of very, very similar songs with similar feels. They're about the same tempo uh, that, that find these bands doing a shuffle. And all I can think of in my head, like the big elephant in the room, is this is less creative than average April Wine or less creative than average Queen. Um, status quo, whatever you want. Pink Floyd, Sheep. Bad Company, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Kind of a swing feel to that one. Here's an interesting one. Manic Depression, Jimi Hendrix. Is it a, It's a three, four time song, but is it a shuffle? So, so the more you swing a three, four, you can turn something into a shuffle. So that's got a really strange rhythm. It's an arcane rhythm. A lot of people don't like it. Um, but you could say that's, uh, that's halfway's waltz, halfway's shuffle. Hard my heart, quarter flash, quarter flash. Everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for fears. I want you to want me. Cheap trick. Um, the verses are less of a shuffle than the um, than the uh, what is it? The break section, the chorus. But parts of it are actually more shuffly than other parts in that one. Here's another big one. Boys are back in town. Thin Lizzy, total shuffle. Don't believe a word by Thin Lizzy is a shuffle. Smoking in the boys' room. Motley Crue or Brownsville Station. That's a shuffle. Uh, Don't Stop, Fleetwood Mac, Happy Together, The Turtles, Moondance, Van Morrison, uh, The Stones, Time Is On My Side. Again, we're into that 6-8 feel where we're not sure if it's a shuffle. Killer Queen by Queen. Um, so here you got a shuffle that's got so much else going on and it's not that much of a shuffle that it doesn't sound like it's from the British blues boom. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so so just some of these I'm, I'm picking off of this list of a discussion I read in a, in a drummer's forum about shuffles. Uh, you know, Hal Blaine, Beach Boys, Help Me Rhonda, Little Deuce Coop, Wouldn't It Be Nice, Little Saint Nick, he says. God Only Knows, California Girls kind of qualify. So here you go, them getting into a bit of a shuffle. Here's an interesting one, Alice Cooper School's Out. Definite, definite swing feel to that from Neil Smith. Uh, could you could you call it a shuffle? Possibly. Gold Nearing, Radar Love, interesting one and that that's one that i always put together with uh, with um sweet ballroom blitz because of the um you know the the prevalence of uh, of snare so that so the beats really being swung or held or turned into a shuffle by more or less snare than anything else um roadhouse blues is a is a perfect example of a shuffle from the doors uh, Grand Funk, some kind of wonderful. Aerosmith has a, has a, a shuffle feel quite often. Same old song and dance. Ragdoll, 
Uncle Salty, big 10 inch. Um, so, so there you've got, you know, shuffles at different speeds, shuffles on different arrangements, you know, from, from the, from the total jazz of big 10 inch to a ballad in Uncle Salty to, uh, to a fairly heavy song in Ragdoll and in same old song and dance. Pretty interesting. Uh, the second half of I've seen all good people by yes. So here we've got a shuffle, uh, shuffle feel in, in Prague. You know, we talked about Pink Floyd earlier, Deep Purple. Here's an here's another perfect example. Uh, I don't like "Strange Kind of Woman" very much uh, as a song uh, because of the shuffle feel. I like other Deep Purple songs a lot more, even though "Strange Kind of Woman" is a heavy song, um, and it was a hit. But I don't like the shuffle. "Lazy" off of uh, off of Machine Head is a shuffle. "Black Knight." So "Black Knight" is an interesting one that I kind of like. But again, I hold back a little bit because it's a shuffle, but I like it because it sounds like a Black Sabbath song. It sounds, it's, it's half, well, it is a shuffle, but, but it is the kind of shuffle that you get on Hole in the Sky. An Evil Woman, I guess, as well. But that's a, that's a very heavy Deep Purple song that that happens to also be a shuffle uh queen crazy little thing called love so of course uh quite often you'll get a swing or a shuffle feel if you do rockabilly grateful dead i need a miracle um the clash jimmy jazz um joe walsh rocky mountain way uh definitely kind of a slow shuffle feel on that i i sometimes call that a stripper boogie you know stripper pole boogie uh feel um now there's a whole other side of things that I'm not going to go into because I might actually do a whole episode on this because I got excited about this doing this shuffle a- episode and I realized there's a whole subcategory of shuffle that I want to talk about. So I'm not even going to mention any more about that. Let's just leave that aside. Uh, so there you go. Hope you liked that episode. Um, what we have here then is uh, is all these uh, great examples of shuffles. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about now. Let me know in the on the Facebook page whether um, you have the same animosity towards shuffles that I do, or you have this this uh, glass ceiling idea that you can't quite like it as much as other songs simply because it's a shuffle. Um, so there you go. Yeah, we've got a very active, uh, obviously, Facebook page. Um, if you like this episode and want to support future episodes, we've got the uh, the one way to do- donate to this show, which is the, the Ko-Fi, uh, Ko-Fi, um, slash martinpopoff.com. Uh, they've got the $3 thing, buy me a coffee or a pint kind of thing there. Uh, on that front this week, I want to thank Andrew Clark, David Fisher, Jeremy French, Kevin Latham, Augustine Garcia de Paredes, and Brian Sager. It's not that long a list of names this week, but Jeremy French and David Fisher were the benefactor titans, I would say, this week, uh, saving the week. Uh, so thank you very much. Very generous of you guys. Um, and you can go to martinpopoff.com for for all your book needs. Uh, Just In is the uh, Uri Heap, a visual biography. It's the biggest and thickest of all of these. It's a beautiful book. I think there's 600 plus pictures in it. Um, so you you know I've done these um, visual biographies on Blue Oyster Cult, Van Halen, Thin Lizzy, and now the Uri Heap. It's a fi- it's, it comes in at the five pound rate when I have to mail it to the States. So, so it's a very nice, big, substantial book. Uh, and that's just in, and it is at my website with the PayPal Buy Now buttons uh, at martinpopoff.com. And of course, anything else that's in print, uh, you know, if it's got PayPal Buy, buy Now buttons, uh, it should be in print. Uh, so there you go. Wow, this was kind of a long episode. But uh, like I say, I'm warning you, uh, 
um, I may do I may do a second episode on shuffles because I've got something even more academic and arcane to talk about on this subject. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at RNR Archaeology. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.